Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hour number two, VC's Primetime Action Live from the South Point Hotel Casino. Tip of the strip, Gil Alexander, Jeff Parlay in for Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin back in the fold. Kelly, great to have you back, man. You got here, one piece. You also, you also had a landing problem when you, when you tried to land back yeah, in Yeah, it was like out of an action movie. We were, going to, we were going to land as soon as the wheels hit the ground here in Las Vegas. Oh, they, they hit the ground? Oh, we were, yeah, we were on the ground, Gil, and then immediately did the bounce and go right back up in the air because, as we found out 30 minutes later, roughly, that uh, apparently there was a plane on the runway that did not get out of the way in time. Oh, I didn't realize you hit the ground. Yeah, we were wheels, like, wheels down and then right back up. So, like, they only figured out that there was a plane there when they landed? Apparently. Somehow, yeah. Apparently. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So dude, it was almost a real bad Dude, story. between that and the hotel story, spectacular. Hey, the wedding went great, though. I had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been scary, wouldn't it? Were you scared? Uh, it was... I, I mean, I had a window seat, so I'm like, you know, I saw the whole thing happen. I'm like, but you didn't um, know there was a plane. I'm there. like, something's going on. Like, we just wow. hit the ground and then took back, you know, took back off. The problem was... My my critique would be they didn't tell anybody anything yeah. for like ten minutes. You got to communicate. Yeah, so people are freaking out. You know, they're they're thinking the worst of the worst, and it's okay. Well, just some guy forgot to move a plane, probably. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty big problem. That's pretty big Kelly. problem. Pretty big problem. Yeah. So we got to circle Las Vegas for about forty five minutes. I tried to be a gentleman, you know, where you show. I'm like in the window seat. I'm like, has anybody not seen Las Vegas skyline before? Here, mm-hmm. like you can sit here. I'll stand up for a second. 
We'll uh, we'll update all the the scores here with Kelly one second, but I just want to point this out. There was a there was an ACC game with well, a couple ACC games earlier. Uh, first one was a blowout where uh, BC crushed Pitt sixty six forty six. But the second one, this is ACC first round play today. Clemson beat NC State seventy to sixty four. We were coming in when this was ending, and our buddy uh, Wishnev Jeff he he tweeted. Uh, that was very, very fishy, he said. You score with 22 seconds left to cut it to 70 to 64, and then you don't foul even though Clemson has been missing free throws. I'm not one to usually think things are fishy, but that felt weird. So they end up winning, Clemson does, by six, when basically, you know, up six, NC State just decided to punt on the rest of the game. In a conference tournament game. Yeah, a little bit bizarre. And, of course, Clemson was laying five, so Clemson does right. end up covering. So but also, here, here's the Significant mor- to some. Here's the moral of the story, though. Todd Wishnev had over 71.5 points on the team total for Clemson. There you go. So that's why they didn't foul. They knew Toddy's bad. Yeah. They knew that. Implications. Kelly, let's update everything. Yeah, let's start over in college ball. We have... University of North Carolina, Wilmington. Correct. Very good, Kelly. Boom! Up on Delaware, 34 to 30. Uh, that at the half, Delaware laying two live. Nope. UNCW laying two live. 134 and a half. The live total. Bryant on top of Wagner, 38 to 12 at the half. Bryant laying 22 live, 124 and a half. The live total. Jeff, did, did you get in? Uh, I'm going to be doing better than 22 here in a second, it looks like. Uh, Louisville on top of Georgia Tech, 52 to 30. So that uh, that leg of your parlay looking good, Jeff Parlay. 18 and a half minutes left to go in the game. Louisville is a 17 and a half point live favorite, 149 and a half the live total. Northern Kentucky leads Wright State, 39-32 at the half. Uh, live numbers there. Northern Kentucky, five and a half and 142 and a half. Marshall leads FIU 24 to 15. Six and a half minutes left to go in the first half of that game. Marshall, a seven and a half point live favorite, 138 and a half. The live total over in the association, the Nets all over the Hornets. I was hoping to get into this game live, but apparently I'm not going to get that opportunity. Nets lead at 67 to 40, 30 seconds left in the first half. The Nets, uh, 24 and a half point live favorite. You got a total there of 228 and a half. Trying to get over that game quick for uh, top scorers. The uh, other games going on, though, in the NBA. We got Suns up on the Magic, 53-43 to at the half. Suns, 10.5-point live favorites, 209.5 live total. You sure the Suns are up? Or are you sure the Magic are up? <laughs> uh, I, I'm reading Suns and yeah, Magic, so yeah. I think so, Kill. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, the Cavs up on the Pacers, 58-55. to Two minutes left in the second quarter. Cavs, 4.5-point live favorites, 232.5. The live total. The Grizzlies up on the Pelicans, 31 to 20. Four and a half minutes left in the first quarter. Grizzlies, 12 and a half point live favorites, 247 and a half. The live total. No Brandon Ingram tonight for the Pelicans in that game. Looking over quickly at that Nets box score, you've got Kyrie with 20 in the first half. And let's see, Kevin Durant, nine points, four assists. 
He's keeping it kind of quiet. 12 points for Andre Drummond. Over on the NHL side of things, we've got a few games in action. Avalanche up on the Devils, 2 to nothing. Second period just underway. The Avalanche minus 1,200 live. Devils plus 550. 6.5 your live total. Flyers still with that 2 nothing lead over the Golden Knights in the first intermission. Flyers minus 350. Golden Knights plus 245. 6.5 your live total. Panthers up on the Penguins, 2 to nothing. 17 minutes left in the second. Live numbers currently off the board. The Maple Leafs up on Matt Brown's favorite team, the Seattle Kraken, 2 to 1. Eight and a half minutes left in the first period. The Maple Leafs minus 600, Kraken plus 380. Eight and a half your live total. And the Coyotes up on the Red Wings, 3 to 1. Two and a half minutes left in the first period. Coyotes minus 300, Red Wings plus 215. Live total set at 9. Aren't, the, aren't those two bad hockey teams? They're not good. I'm thinking an under nine. I'm going under nine. I'm betting it. I'm betting it. You, are you for real betting? I might bet that, yeah. Okay. Might or, or are? I think I'm going to bet it. You should do it. <laughs> you should do it. Gil, when, when you were on vacation, Kelly here, when uh, Ben Wilson and I were, were on this desk mm-hmm. early in the week, Kelly Bidlin firing away on, on the uh, – or hypothetically firing away on the Canadians. At, what was that, plus – 340 at all. That home? was what Gil kept talking about with Andy. It yeah. was these ridiculous yeah. reads. And yeah. I was like, what? If this you got is... to. Yeah. yeah. Uh. By the way, you know what you and I also had in common this weekend? We both had Gary Woodland. We'll talk golf. Oh, you later. had Gary Woodland with me? Yeah. I have him 20 to 1 before the final round. Uh, I had him 80. Sweet, oh. sweet, sweet shot out of the sand, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> Eagles 16. We're like, I'm going to win this. I'm pot committed. I, I, I literally just got to the airport bar at that time. Yeah. I'm like, NBC now. NBC now. He's in the <laughs> trap. Like, boom, NBC. right back in the trap. I'm like, no. <laughs> NBC now. NBC now. <laughs> Uh, a couple NBA things. By the way, you did not take Wright State tonight. You did not take. No, Wright. that was the one Ooh. game. That was the one game you that mean. I had absolutely no idea what, what, what I liked there. So I stayed out of the Horizon League title game. Northern Kentucky up 10, 17 3 left Horizon League title game. Uh, the NBA last night, Kelly, when you were gone, uh, Joel Embiid. Ooh, for, I was on the Sixers crew, cruise to a win there. So Embiid last night for the Sixers in their one in their one twenty one to one oh six win over the Bulls and beat forty three and fourteen. Mm-hmm. And then as if like he's like, oh yeah. The Nuggets play the Warriors later. Nuggets beat the dubs one thirty one to one twenty four. And Nikola Jokic thirty two fifteen and thirteen with uh just just I mean who is Who's the MVP? It's amazing. Well, I, can I, you I, even choose at this point? I no. I, I mean, really, you can't. You want the, the anybody that wants to have those kind of arguments and and look, we do sports betting here. We're not no. a sports debate show. I understand why that could fill well, hours. We're, we're betting on the MVP is the point. Exactly, but yes. that could that could spend that could fill hours and hours and hours of airtime. My point is, Gil, right now, yeah, there's, there's there's not no there's like no I, there's not an answer to that question right now. No chance. No chance to, to split hairs on that. So, and you can say, does okay. Well, if you're saying that, Kelly, should I bet Jokic at two to one since he's just the dog? And, and I'm no because there's other guys that I think are still alive in this. Anything happens to Embiid or Jokic, Giannis is automatically live. Jaws automatically live. I, I mean, it opens it up a bit more. All right, can we talk about this Wagner game because it, it's halftime, right? It's thirty-eight to twelve. Thirty-eight to twelve. Bryant is beating Wagner. Yes. Um, when you look at, let's just go to Ken Palm for the quick, uh, for the quick hack here. Wagner, number 127 at Ken Palm. Bryant, who is doing the whooping here, 38 to 12. 
They're number 200. We not thinking about making a bet on Wagner with the sort of thought of uh, Bryant's number 200 in Ken Palm, and they've got to step off the gas at some point? So, there, I, I, for what it's worth, Kelly, I'm in plus 22 and a half for me on there Wagner is. is what That's I ended up taking. That's my guy. But he, here's the one concern that I have here. Mm-hmm. We're, this isn't a neutral site game. This no. is in Bryant's gym in Rhode Island. That it is. And this could just be one of those nights that just a hellish <laughs> night for Wagner where they could end up scoring 26 points. They could do what Evansville did two weeks ago when Wes and I were here. So, But I am in. What, I'm in. What's I, your number again? What'd you 22 get? and a half is what I got. Plus 22. What, you put that in before the end of the first half? I, I it, it, There was one book in town that had yeah. that had a three and a half second half instead of a four. So... I oh, just I literally was just about to put it and they take it off. So I'll, I'll try to end game it here at the beginning of the second half. There you go. So I'm too late on the that. The peak was 27 and a half. So if you have a 27 and a half, you're actually uh, you're ahead of the game right now, down 26. Look at these stats for uh, Wagner. 21% from the field, 0 of 7 from behind the arc. They're getting outboarded by 10, and they have literally two points off a turnover. It's a good thing that game was there. We wouldn't have noticed this if that game was not on that no. screen. no. Put up a line for me. Come on. All right. See what's going on here. Um, this is one of those also where it's like five minutes into this. I'm maybe glad I couldn't make a bet on it. You know, we'll see how it goes. Oh, geez. The rejections. There we go. There's a layup. T- Look at that. There's a two to nothing. Now, now here we Wagner. go. Now, they, if you're Wagner, don't you just start just pressing wildly and oh. hope they melt like Virginia did against Syracuse I mean, that wow, one time? What else are you going to do? Might as well. Why not? What else you got to do? Drew Dinsick's going to join us a little later, talk both uh, NFL draft and NBA with us uh, a little later on. We will preview some of the uh, late games. We'll also look at some NCAA tournament yes and no's, bubble teams, if you will. Get Jeff's thoughts on the likes of Michigan, SMU, Indiana, VCU, Florida, that ilk, if you will. Lenardi's bubble teams, first four in, first four out. We'll do that and more. It's VEASAN's Primetime Action. With Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. The KFC chicken sandwich is served hot and straight from the fryer. That's why it's finger licking good. Order the KFC chicken sandwich today. Look at that thing. Oh, that sounds good for dinner. Official chicken sponsor of VSIN. Mm hmm. Yeah. I'm a KFC guy. I'm not going to lie to you. Should well, send, we, should send, we should send McCall out there. We don't need an audio guy, right? No. That's true. Yeah, that that's not important. With <laughs> so Jeff is so Jeff is in on uh, is in on Wagner. Yep. At plus twenty two and a half, I'm in on him at plus twenty and a half. Instant regret. Oh, 100 percent. Both of us. Instant regret. They're trailing forty two to fourteen. This they have scored fourteen basketball points in twenty two minutes. Well, Gil, it's good on both of these teams for making their PATs after scoring touchdowns in this game. Oh, there's there's a there's a missed layup, bunny. I mean that. He, he, okay, can you miss? Can, oh my! Oh, God, I thought I thought missed made, the one after the whistle. <laughs> this is brutal. Forty-two to fourteen, Bryant. Well on their way to getting the automatic bid in the Northeast Conference. Um, again, five more automatic bids to be determined tonight. Five automatic bids uh, we already had earlier. 
uh, the uh, what was it? The who got oh, the Atlantic Sun Championship determined. Again, we won't go through that Michigan, but basically Jacksonville State gets there and they didn't win the tournament because Bellarmine has a tra- has a uh, transfer situation from D two to D one, and that takes four years to uh, to manifest. So Jacksonville State's on their way to the Big Dance. They're the fifth auto bid still to come tonight. Uh, and some of these in action already. Colonial between Delaware and UNC Wilmington. The Horizon League, Wright State, Northern Kentucky. Northern Kentucky up 14 in that one now in the second half. And then this uh, this Wagner-Bryant game, which we've been following in the Northeast. Still to come, Summit League and the West Coast Conference. You you doing anything with St. Mary's tonight? St. Mary's obviously coming off their, their win against Gonzaga a couple games ago. The uh, West Coast Conference really protects their top two teams, triple buys in their conference tournaments. So both of these teams have only played one game to meet in the finals. Do you like St. Mary's at all tonight? This is a little bit complicated because St. Mary's just beat them. Yeah. That's why. And don't need to win. Correct. St. St. Mary's is a legitimate good basketball team this year. I know that uh, uh, rankings by AP voters don't matter to us, Gil, but they are every bit a top 20 team this year. And I'm just going to stay off, and it's hard to bet St. Mary's game's over because the, with the tempo they play, and they'll try to do what they did against Gonzaga uh, last weekend uh, in Moraga. So I, I'm off of this game completely, and I wouldn't be shocked if St. Mary's loses this game by a possession, and I wouldn't be shocked if Gonzaga wins by 20. Yeah. Santa Clara gave it a run last night. Couldn't get there again. I, I feel bad for Santa Clara. That's too. a really good team. They had a really horrible COVID issue at, at the beginning of January. And they lost a few games after that. And if it wasn't for that, they could have been in the tournament pretty easily. Williams, yeah. an awesome player. Oh, Jalen Williams is yeah. fabulous. Absolutely fabulous player. Uh, you want to do these? Uh, let's do the make the tournament. Yes, no's. Can we do that right here? Yeah, Kelly? let's do that. No hockey bet for me, by the way. Oh, oh no. I did, I did my deep NHL research on mm-hmm. the break, and I figured out that the Red Wings allow the third most goals in the league. Sure. And the Coyotes allow the fifth most. And the Coyotes score the the least amount, so yeah, I'm I'm, I'm no. Dude, they're very bad at hockey. Those teams. They're not good. Coyotes especially. So, and I couldn't get a nine. I only get eight and a half here. It's a very deep dive, Kelly. Yeah, yeah. that's about. That's well too, done. Andy well done. would be proud. Will they make the NCAA tournament or not? Again, we are mere days away from Selection Sunday. Michigan. Well, they're pretty much a lock in there. Yes is minus 700, no plus 475. I suppose if they got knocked out of the Big Ten tournament immediately, there might be an issue. But they're probably in the big dance. But these others, well, Florida at the bottom too, right? Florida's, Florida got to win the SEC tournament to get in? Yes. 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 All right. The, one, the three in the middle, though, are pretty interesting. SMU, yes to get in the tournament, uh, minus 160, no plus 130. That's the coin flippiest of the bunch. The Hoosiers, yes, is still a two to one dog, plus two hundred for Indiana getting the tournament, Big Ten tournament, obviously tipping off tomorrow night, minus two fifty on the no, and then Virginia Commonwealth plus four, plus two forty on the yes, pardon me, minus three ten on the no. Is there a bet on any of those? I'm going to get to it in a very uh, roundabout way here. Gil. Okay, Virginia Commonwealth is where I'm going to look because the Rams are. Was just watching them this year. They're clearly an NCAA tournament team, but their resume, because the A-10's a little bit down, it hurts them. I actually like VCU to win the A-10 tournament. Wow. So, okay. I, I guess that's one of those. If you're sitting in my, for me, I think they're going to win the A-10 tournament. I would rather just have the A-10 
tournament at about three to one plus uh, three fifty. That's how you got to play and it. And that plus two forty. Uh, I I don't think VCU gets in unless if they win the A ten tournament. So I would just rather take the A ten uh, 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 over that on the screen there with the on the yes nos. And SMU, I don't think, is of S, uh, of NCAA tournament quality. I think they'll get in if they beat Memphis in the semifinal of the AAC. If not, I, I, I don't think they deserve to be in. I know Lenardi has them as, their last te- as his last team in right now. If they lose their first game, they're going to miss uh, the NCAA tournament. So a plus 130 on SMU, I don't think that's bad either. So t- today is a great day of college basketball. Tomorrow, it could be argued, is, is even better because – you have the Patriot League Championship, another auto bid. But what is it, 11 conferences tip off tomorrow night for the conference tournaments? Atlantic 10, which we were just talking about, Big 12, Big East, Big Sky, Big 10, MEAC, Mountain West, Pac-12, SEC, Southland, and SWAC. Is there a – is besides VCU in the A-10, is there another play in any of those conferences for you? The, the one that I would look at, I would look at the Big Sky – which opens tomorrow, which, by the way, the good old-fashioned 9.30 local time start for that tournament tomorrow. Which right after a numbers game. you got to love. Oh, no, it starts during our show. It's an 8.30 Pacific. Oh, 8.30 Pacific. That's a, right, big sky. M- mountain time zone. Yeah. The weird thing with that bracket is that, the bet to me, the three best teams are all on the same side of the bracket. They were one, four, and five. So that's, uh, that's Montana, that's Montana State, and that's Weber State, all on the same side. And Southern Utah's best player just got ruled out this year uh, with injury. So that leaves us Northern Colorado at six to one. That would be the way I would. That's a bet that is going to end up in the account before that tournament starts tomorrow tomorrow morning. Uh, I, I would look to Northern Colorado. That's the one of the tournaments starting tomorrow that I look to play. Which tournaments here in town are you attending this week? I will be at the Pac-12 on Friday. Nice. We'll go semifinals, assuming Arizona doesn't lose in the quarters, which would just be a disaster oh, if that yeah. happened. Yeah. And uh, I'll likely be at Thomas and Mack on Thursday. I'd like to see Wyoming in person. That's a really intriguing team for betting purposes and the old-fashioned bracket purposes, and they play UNLV on uh, Thursday afternoon. Great time of year. Absolutely great time of year. Thursday I'll be headed to uh, the old Big West tournament. Yes. At the Dollar Loan Center in Henderson. Headed that to go see UC oh, yeah. Riverside. Play. Is that the new wait, is that the new That's arena? That's the new place, yeah. All right. Opening for that tournament. Which I believe it opened today for the women's side, if I'm not mistaken. So if the if the building remains intact, I'm headed there Thursday. I'm sure there'll be a riot after that game tonight. No. There's there there's uh, both women's and men's games tonight. There. Oh, there are some yep. men's games as yep. well. Okay. Yeah. Um Russell Wilson now has signed his no-trade provision and passed his Broncos physical per sources. It's official on his end, according to Adam Schefter. The Broncos were not. Remember that little moment last year? Remember Russell Wilson for the first seven games of the season? Two years ago, right, we're talking now. Was MVP. It was like fade out complete, was MVP. And then that whole meeting with Pete Carroll where it's like, we're going to establish the run. That was two seasons ago, right? That was 2020, yeah. Yeah, 2020. Two seasons ago. And then we're like, oh, we're establishing the run. And then was they had this whole meeting we found out after the fact. And basically, he was like, you're not going to win the MVP, essentially, because we're doing this. <laughs> he didn't really say that, but that's essentially what he did. And then remember, there was a whole, oh, I, I'm not, I don't want to be traded, that episode. But if I did get, if I was going to be traded, here are the four teams I want to be traded to, or yeah. I would accept. Denver was not on that list. 
So is it your is it your thinking that things got so bad there that Russell Wilson's like I don't care if they're not on my list. Yes, I'm happy. A hundred percent. Yeah. And look, you could just tell with the way that that team is coached. The fact that first off, the fact that the Seahawks organization thinks that 70 year old Pete Carroll is the guy to lead them through the it's rebuild. The weirdest part about is all this. absolutely hilarious because he was already an overrated NFL coach to begin with, and now you're going to ask him to go through tanking. A guy who wants to win at all costs also? Like, come on, it's ridiculous. But, yeah, I think it just got so bad in Seattle, and it's really just, uh, again, you said it, one title. That great defense. I know they were one yard away from a second one, but only one title. It's kind of amazing. They only won that one. Those four teams that Russell Wilson had previously said, oh, I don't mind if you trade me to these teams, though, were Dallas, New Orleans, Chicago, and the Raiders. Now, I'd forgotten the Bears snuck into that list. Oh yeah, that remember at one point. Remember <laughs> yeah. at one point they, they thought he was going yeah. to the Bears. Yeah, yeah. Dallas, New Orleans, Chicago, and now Las Vegas. Denver ain't one of them, and he's like, "Yep, I'm cool with it. Get me out of here." Hey, it's the first. By the way, it's the first quarterback ever to play for a team that he defeated in the Super Bowl later in his career. Is that right? That's why I saw that earlier today. Really. Yeah, at least starting the Super Bowl. There you go, a little trivia. Drew Dinsick will join us in a bit. We'll talk some more college basketball coming up. We're getting close. Wagner down 24. Coming back. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Game on. Play the Yingling bracket battle and bring the goods. Make your college hoops picks before the tournament's first tip-off and take a free shot at a share of $60,000 in cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Yingling. That's Y-U-E-N-G-L-I-N-G. Now to join the action. Yingling, logger up and bring the goods. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Oldest beer in America. Kelly, do they, do, is Yingling made it past Ohio at this point? No, I, I don't. I, I seriously, I love that you just brought this up because yeah. they're not out here in Vegas, and yeah. I love Yingling. I don't. I do not think they're they're they exist west of the Mississippi. I don't even think like, they. I, mean, make, I, I don't think they even make it to the Mississippi. Even to the Mississippi. Yeah. I like that we refer to things still that way. Yeah. Like, Gil, 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 they didn't make it west of the Mississippi. And the East Coast, we talk about it all the time, yeah. all the time. West of the Mississippi. That's the dividing line, man. I mean, apparently, uh, the the East Coast we live in, we didn't have those same kind of conversations. Oh, yeah. Kelly, Kelly, that's that's the dividing line for if a TV station is a W ABC or a KABC. So we there got you a go. word in my ear from Jeremy, our fine director from Chicago, that they made it into Chicago just a couple years. Okay, ago. there oh. you go. Right. There you go. Right. Y- Yingling, a a, a it used to be like a, a great East Coast delicacy, yeah. beer wise. Very good. Excellent lager knowledge on this show. <laughs> Real solid. <laughs> on air, off air. Wagner with a chance to cut it to 20. Oh, he missed Going to the line. Going to the line. Oh, no, he called it on the floor. Come on. Did the clock just break? I have no idea what just happened. 47 25. Brian up 22. 11 left. By the way, Wagner's starting to get that look in their eyes like, we could win this basketball game. <laughs> Meanwhile, Wright State, Northern Kentucky tightening up. Northern Kentucky up four. Ooh, 12-0 run for Wright State. 57-53 with 9.05 left in that one. And uh, your UNC-Wilmington play, 41-40 in favor of uh, Wilmington over Delaware. 11-11 left in that one. All of these for auto bids. Auto bids. Let's look at some conference uh, tournament odds in terms of the to win the conference markets. 
these are all tipping off tomorrow. Let's start with the SEC. For my money, man, was it Calipari today was saying nine teams should get in the big dance? He's not going to get nine, but he's going to get close. His Kentucky Wildcats are the short shot to win the SEC tournament at plus 190. And then Bruce Pearl's Auburn Tigers plus 260. Rick Barnes at Tennessee at plus 330. There's Musselman in Arkansas at plus 750. And then everybody else is double digits, including LSU and Alabama. We talked about Florida earlier. They would have to win this tournament to get in, we think. But this is such a deep conference. And I'll tell you, even when we get to the big dance, I'm already thinking these teams are so conference tested that I expect big things from a lot of these teams in the tournament. But do you like a play in the conference tournament? The only, based off these numbers, the only one that I would even consider betting is Arkansas at plus 750 because they would have to beat Auburn. Mm-hmm. But then it, it, it would depend. Again, a money line parlay with them beating Auburn and them beating either Tennessee and Kentucky is going to be less than plus 750 in all likelihood. Uh, so I would look to Arkansas. That would be the only one I'd go with. Alabama's intriguing because of just the volatility that they have. They could they obviously beat Gonzaga in a de facto Gonzaga home game in Seattle earlier in the year. They also lost to Georgia, who was the worst team in power conference basketball <laughs> this year. So all, the only problem that Alabama has is that Alabama lines up with Kentucky in the quarterfinals, and that's just a, a death draw for them. So, But uh, Arkansas is the only one I would look at, a plus 750. You really want to go nuts here, though, Gil. You really want to go nuts down the board? Oh, don't say it. Where, where do you thought think you're going to go to your alma mater. Oh, I think they're going to lose to Ole Miss tomorrow. Yeah. Texas A&M actually is a good basketball team, and Buzz Williams is their coach. The problem that they will probably run into will be their second game. I think they'll beat Florida to knock Florida completely out of tournament contention on Thursday. But they don't really match up well with Auburn, which is the big problem. But if they somehow upset Auburn, that's a team that needs to win this conference tournament in order to get in. And again, I'm not saying go out and and, and, and bet it, but if you really want to go pizza money, something small and a real long shot, 71 on the Aggies would be right. at least at least an entertaining thought. By the way, we haven't really paid attention to this 11-14 game in the ACC tournament. And why would we? Because it was a, I believe it was a 27-point margin. And Georgia Tech has just reeled off 17 straight points. Well, this Louisville team has done a lot of impossible yeah. things this year. So They're trying. They're trying. They're trying to do the impossible and blow up my, blow. Great, my great Louisville Fairfield parlay that Bidlin shortchanged me on. Oh, man. Well, because he's, you know, if anybody is associated with the Fairfield program, <laughs> it's Kelly Midland Bidlin. Don't worry. I got that corrected for you, Jack. I apologize. <laughs> Big 12 tournament, which uh, tips off tomorrow night. With obviously uh, the Kansas Jayhawks and the Baylor Bears, the uh, co-favorites, if you will, at two to one, plus two hundred on both. Texas Tech's plus three fifty. Chris Beers, Texas Longhorns. Remember taking Texas Tech all the way to the national final. Jeff, you and I watched that together. Oh yeah, when they got to overtime. Uh, Texas six to one to win the Big Twelve tournament. Um, these are all appropriately priced, aren't they? Yes, yes. Everything yeah. is good here. Nothing bettable. Should be a very entertaining tournament in Kansas City. I think Baylor's going to end up winning the Big 12 tournament. Uh, They're the best team in that conference. But, look, they were the best team in the country last year and lost to Cade Cunningham at Oklahoma State in the semifinals of this tournament a year ago. How far down the board here has a chance? TCU at 20-1 to is the furthest I would give a chance to. Okay. 
I was surprised you went that far. Yeah, they they, they just played Kansas really well yeah. twice in a week. They are capable of beating Texas. They could get to the final and at least have a sweat. Pac-12 right here in Las Vegas, the one that Jeff will be attending. Arizona, minus 120. Makes sense. UCLA is at plus 160. This conference is a two-headed monster. USC and Oregon would like to say something about it, but uh, who are we kidding? What do you like here? I'll go back to a point I made on a numbers game with you earlier in the week. Oh, I like this point. UCLA is in the rare scenario where they're clearly one of the 16 best teams in the country. But winning this tournament would be gigantic for their NCAA tournament seeding. Because if they win this tournament, they're moving into a three seed. Especially if they beat USC and Arizona along the way. And that would at least get them in a scenario where they are able to avoid Gonzaga until the Elite Eight. And remember, it's back to the geographical pods again. They go based, the committee goes on geography as much as they humanly can. So if UCLA ends up on a four line, it would be very likely they end up having to play Gonzaga in the West in the Sweet 16, which is just a death draw with Gonzaga on multiple days of rest. If you get them in the Elite Eight, at least maybe they had a a hard fought Sweet 16 game, maybe one day less of prep, maybe something weird happens. Uh, But UCLA at plus 160 would be the only way I would look. Way down the board, it would actually be the team they would see in the quarterfinals. Wazoo at 30-1 to 1 would be the long shot that you could possibly entertain here. It's a great point about UCLA and seeding. Absolutely great point. Um, and you would, th- you would have to think they're thinking that, that too. UCLA, which the casual basketball fan remembers from a great NCAA tournament run last year, which took them all the way to the Final Four, when they got bank-shotted on a three-pointer in overtime by Jalen Suggs and Gonzaga in the national semis. That's how they got bounced. Speaking of Gonzaga, by the way, because the West Coast Conference uh, title game is tonight, Gonzaga and St. Mary's, I asked this of folks about the Utah Jazz Mm -hmm. in the NBA. Why should we consider this Utah Jazz team any different from any other version of the Utah Jazz in the Western Conference playoffs? It's a little different, but sort of akin to the same thing. Gonzaga's never won the title. Still haven't won it. Have flirted with it. Got to two national championships. Haven't won it. Do you view this Gonzaga team differently? Here's a, it's a catch-22 because I think they're worse than they were last year because mm-hmm. Suggs was the best player in the country last year. And as good as Nebhardt has been this year, he's not Jalen Suggs. The big difference is that Chet Holmgren might be an alien. <laughs> and, right. and to have that skill set at that size, there are not many teams that have players capable of guarding that in the NCAA tournament. So Holmgren gives them a totally different dimension. Oh, and by the way, Drew Timmy's kind of become an afterthought on this team. That's how good Holmgren has been. And Timmy was arguably the best player in the country also last year as well. So, again, I think they're a little bit different. They should be the betting favorite to win a national title right now. Would it shock me if they don't win at all? No, it no. wouldn't shock me it at all. March Madness. Look, right. and, and, and this is – Look, there are, there are probably about six or seven teams that are really, really, really good that are as good or better than Gonzaga, potentially. I don't want to be prisoner of the moment, but it does feel like there are more teams with a legit shot to win it all this year than in recent memory. Uh, you're probably right. Well, and also, here's the thing, though. With last year, you kind of looked at the one seeds and said, well, that's probably it. Because mm-hmm. last year, it was Gonzaga, it was Baylor, 
It was Illinois who yeah. was the sexy pick going in, of course, got bouncing around to 32. I believe I got sexified by that. And, 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 and Michigan, yeah. who, again, I didn't really buy, but the four one seeds, because that was a, a weak crop of two seeds, all things considered, last year. This year, you're going three seed lines deep. Pretty easily could see teams coming from the three line this year to make it Final Four or even win a title. Wagner just refuses to make this easy for us, Jeff. Still down, down 24 in this ballgame. Make it 26. Make it 27 after he makes the free throw. 9.53 left. 55-29 in favor of Bryant, Northeast Conference Championship. 63 apiece, though. Northern Kentucky and Wright State now in the Horizon League Championship just under five minutes. Keep an eye on that one as well. Auto bids on the line. It's Visa's primetime action. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Look your best and draft your best with the Just for Men March Basketball Series. Draft a winning lineup in two free-to-play contests for your shot and a share of $10,000 in total prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash JFM. That's Just for Men. Now to join the action. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Gil, Jeff Parlay, in for Matt Brown. Kelly Bidlin, black, uh, back in the fold tonight on the show. Uh, this is from Bill Hooker on Twitter. Russ said, I'll go anywhere except that clown show in D.C. Too soon, Bill. Too soon. <laughs> What's the exact quote now from Russell Wilson? What was Ian Rappaport reporting? Uh, this is Ian Rappaport today on uh, NFL Total Access. Quote, my understanding was this was the only team Russell Wilson wanted sure, to go to. Sure. Uh, a couple teams had talked to Seattle about trading for Russell Wilson. Washington Commanders were among the teams that made an offer. It was a big offer, as good or even better than this. Russell Wilson wanted to go to the Denver Broncos. It's a place he likes. It's near his family. It's on the West Coast. And they have a roster that is essentially stacked at receiver, on defense, at running back. All they needed was a quarterback, and they got one. Gil, when did, when did Denver become the West Coast? It, how about the views of the beach in Denver, huh? That's yeah, hey, 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 come on. <laughs> Uh, and here's my fun fact of the evening from Dan Roche at NBC Sports Philly. Joel Embiid's last 31 games. Oh, no. He has lo- logged 1,021 minutes. He has scored 1,021 points. Jeez. That's impressive. That is unbelievable. Wow. This is from Chris Hartman on Twitter. Gil, what has Michigan done this season to earn an at-large bid? Other than name recognition and starting the season sixth, talking about preseason polls, I think, they've lost 13, nine by double digits, and finished with a mediocre record in, in an overrated conference. I don't disagree with either. it, but we know how the committee operates, mm-hmm. though. Uh, and, and, and but he's right. He, he, look, he's not wrong, yeah. but that, as ridiculous as it is, the win, at, the win at Ohio State over the weekend and the win at Iowa about two weeks ago probably pushed them in. This is from Ryan Hyatt. Ryan Hyatt, question of the night. We ready for this? This is a good one. What we got? What's the biggest mistake new bettors make when it comes to the NCAA tournament? Too many dogs? Too much chalk? What's the sucker bet the house wants you to make? I would actually answer this by going to not ATS betting, but to something that cast a wider net, which is brackets and that kind of thing. I think you got to know, I think the biggest mistake bettors make when they enter brackets is they don't know the rules of their pool. Yeah. So a lot yes. of them are 
upset rewarded, and you've got to know that going into it because then it behooves you to take more chances to try to get those extra points because if you're in an upset rewarded pool and you're not aware of that and you're just going very conservative, you're dead in the water before this thing even starts. That would be my first. And the other big thing that I've always talked about, it's my nightly PSA, play a survivor pool, don't fill out brackets. But as far as like sucker bets and things like that, I will tell I think you. that I, I would say bankroll is an important one where listen, don't th- if this is not a sport like me, if this is not a sport you don't you regularly bet, you don't regularly bet college basketball, make sure you're setting aside an amount of money you're going to bet all tournament and you're not going to go past that because if you bet other sports well, you don't want to have to dip into that that bankroll that you might set aside for one of those. So, I think that's that's one that especially when you see people come to Vegas and it's it's having a party and trying to have a party and bet on all these games that are going on at once, they often forget how many bets they might have going or how much money's out there and I would just try to be aware of what all you, what all you're betting while you're doing is. Don't uh, don't be afraid of just taking points with underdogs. Don't outright them. That that's really the biggest thing because you'll have a lot of people that are new that are coming in and like, oh, I like Chattanooga, who obviously is off that great win last night. Oh. I like Chattanooga. I, I like Chattanooga against Providence, but I'm not going to take the six and a half or seven or whatever that ends up being. I'm just going to take the nice. In in Bright's big plus price, money line wise, I got don't one. be afraid to take points with do- with big with dogs that you may think can win the game outright. I got one for you. Don't take Wagner in game against. Yeah, Ryan. don't do that either. <laughs> it's oh my oh, another god! How many layups have they missed in this game? They're down thirty four. We're losing this. Down thirty six. We're losing this. Oh, we're definitely losing we're this. Catching, it's, just a, it's just a matter of will we get tripled up at this point. We're, we're catching 22 and a half and 20 and a half, and we're losing badly. 535 left. The other, the other thing I would point out, and uh, my buddy Jay Rude, Jay Rude, who used to be the vice president of racing sports over at MGM, um, and is now doing something elsewhere. But when he was when he was there at MGM, he was the first person in town to put up first to 15s, mm. first to 15s in the NCAA tournament. And it was so fun and so successful that now it's sort of widespread around town now. And I'm sure beyond the state of Nevada. But what I'm saying first to 15 is you got a lot of NCAA tournament games where, and I sort of relate it to a baseball underdog, you'll have a big favorite in an NCAA tournament game, but they'll put up the first team to 15 points market. And you can essentially get the dog in that game for a... You know, the equivalent of like a Detroit Tigers price to beat the New York Yankees right? At, in the Bronx. And I will argue, uh, oh my goodness, I will argue that I shouldn't even watch this anymore. Down, we're down 36. Peter Kiss I, is tied with Wagner right now. Peter Kiss has as many points as Wagner. <laughs> 32-32. One player. Wow. Um, I would argue that that bet first to 15, the randomness of that, particularly NCAA tournament games, those are some of the best bets you can make in the NCAA Because then it creates value on whatever that whatever that dog is. Well, it's it's like, listen, they're going to be the better team over 40 minutes of basketball. Right. But the race to 15 points at like a super dog price. Now, some books have this, – this bet was so good over time that some books made adjustments. Books sort of figured out, oh, we should probably change it to 20 – and it really tipped the scales back in favor. But if you were in a sports book, and we're talking like five, six years ago, the biggest cheer in any sports book was when a team, when an underdog got to 15 first, and then those same bettors 
also more casual betters would would bet the favorite for the game, so their allegiance would ch- would change to the other team. I mean, I, I can't speak for Vegas and Jeff. Maybe you've noticed this, but I mean, the East Coast books now you could bet those oh, yeah. every night, every bet game, bet, every night, bet first them every to ten, si- first to twenty. Yes. Yes. Bet them every single night. Bet it's, them every single game. It's everywhere college. Yeah, yeah, it's everywhere now, and it's and it's road. But it was such a. When were we talking like five, six years ago? This the didn't exist. It was 2019. Yeah. The 2019, the first tournament living here for me, North Dakota State, a 16 seed against Duke, got the 15 first. You're 100% right. Yeah. The loudest cheer of the entire day came when the Bison got the 15 first over Duke. I, I guess the other thing I'll throw out there for to like, it, it, it answers but doesn't answer Ryan Hyatt's question at all. So sorry, Ryan. But like, this is a great time of year. If you're a, if you're a NHL or NBA better, it's a fantastic time of year for betting because you've got so many more people just paying attention to college basketball. You can fall, you can you can find some lines that some of the uh, bookmakers will fall asleep on adjusting props properly or uh, adjusting game numbers not as quickly as they normally would when news comes down. It's usually one of my bet more profitable times of the year. Betting NBA is around this time of year and heading into the NCAA tournament. Going to be fun. Selection Sunday on Sunday. Huge wall-to-wall coverage here on the network from all our college basketball experts, including Greg Peterson, Wes Reynolds, Matt Humans, JVT. Also, Tim Murray should be a blast this Sunday. Uh, Wright State up on Northern Kentucky, 70-68 to 68 with 53.5 seconds in the uh, left, rather, in the Horizon League Championship title game. Automatic bid on the line. They just get another block charge call wrong. Sure looks like it. Did they co- would, Oh, no, oh, he no, dribbled kick. it off his foot. Dribbled there we off go. His foot. They got there that one. By the way, I lost that Chattanooga. Oh, the uh, Charleston bet that last night on that. Just the officials love making a charge call. A big Such a bad call. Oh, so bad. And I was on Wilmington. <laughs> it was still a horrible call. Your, your, uh, your Wilmington team right now, Seahawks down three, but at the line against shooting Delaware. Three. Oh, shooting three. Shooting three. So a chance to tie it. First one is good. With 358 left, you given two and two points? I'm here? getting two and a half. Getting two and getting a half. Getting two and a half, yeah. All right. Well, you're looking pretty good right at the moment, but three. Plenty of time left Plenty to lose. Plenty of time. 350, a second free throw is good. So they'll try to tie it up here on the third one. So this is these two in the in the Horizon League, uh, and then this one in DC here for the Colonial Athletic Association. These are coming right down to the wire. For the auto bids. A, a UNC-Wilmington game coming down to the wire. Imagine. Basically their whole season in a nutshell in a, in the last two days. Again, yesterday, like you said, the blocked charge call going their way. You said Ken Palm has them as the luckiest team in they college They surpassed basketball? Providence after last night, yes. Wow. Which means Providence will probably be ahead of them after they, uh, they suck out another win against Xavier in the first uh, game in uh, the Big East. Northern Kentucky just pulled ahead on a three. A three with 20 seconds left. So they're up one. Right state with the ball. Chance to win it with a two. They take a shot from the free throw line. Good. Yes. Nothing but net. 72-71. Right state. 10.5 seconds left. Timeout. Northern Kentucky. Who knew? This game was a total Ooh. wipeout not that long ago. And Wright State has fought all the way back and has taken this lead late. Late, but Northern Kentucky with the rock. With a chance to win it. 10.5 seconds left for an auto bid in the Horizon League. We'll keep an eye on that. Drew Densick will join us from the Deep Dive and Bet the Edge podcast next. We'll talk NFL and NBA with him. Other side of this break right here. Visa's primetime action. <laughs> 